Okay, are you ready? You yes. want to do this? So, uh, it's rolling and thank you for seeing us. Not at all. And could you present yourself, please, if we start with that? I am Samia Nasser Khouri. My maiden name is Nasser. Mm -hmm. I was born in Jaffa mm -hmm. in 1933. Yeah. But uh, we moved from different places in, in Palestine. But I was always a boarding uh, student at Birzit uh, High School at the time. Yeah, I mean, but if we start with your when you were a kid, when you were a baby, yeah. when you were born. <laughs> uh, you, you you were born in Jaffa, you say? Yes. yes. Jaffa. And, and I was actually brought, I, I don't remember, uh, I remember Jaffa because my aunts and uncles were there and I used to go. Ah. But uh, I mean, we were too young to move. We moved to Ramle. Ah. And that's my memories of my childhood yeah. in Ramle. And why did you move? Do you remember? Uh, Pardon me? Why did you move? Ah, my father was uh, working with the uh, British uh, government at the time, uh -huh. and he was uh, he was moved. Ah, so you so moved we, to Ramla. We were trotting along <laughs> with him <laughs> in different parts of. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and uh, what's your memories? The f your first memories of Ramla? Do you remember? Ah, yes, I remember them very well. It was a, a lovely place. We had. Uh, nice home we had a sand pool near the house where we always played as kids uh -huh. and uh, a sand pool sandbox sand sand you know sand that you could play you, with and build yes things and, we yeah. play with it yeah. and uh -huh. we, uh, you had that on uh, was this a villa that you were living in or a it house it was a house, a house. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah it's a separate house we were it's it was a rented house it yes house. yes Yes, and then we moved to Safad. Safad was a lovely, lovely uh, city. Uh, also for the same reason? Yes, yes. What did your father do? Uh, he was um, he was governor or something like this, or district commissioner. or. So he, he was an important guy, your yeah, father? Yeah, he was. At, at the end, actually, when we finally moved to Jerusalem, we yeah. moved from... Uh, uh, from uh, Safa to Nazareth yeah. and then to Nablus. Uh, and finally we moved to Jerusalem and yeah. that's when he resigned. He, he said, it's impossible. I mean, I can see what the British are doing uh, and they are preparing uh, the ground uh, for uh, pro-Jewish. Uh, yeah. And he, he resigned. He resigned. And what he year? He resigned and it's, I don't know, I call it uh, divine intervention, but my <laughs> father, my brother says, don't use this word, just uh -huh. say he was lucky. Uh -huh. He was going to the King David Hotel to uh -huh. hand over to the man who was uh, supposed to uh, take over uh -huh. his job. Uh -huh. And as, as he stepped in, he looked at his watch and he said, it's too early because I'm coming to eat to have lunch at the YMCA across mm -hmm. the street. Mm -hmm. So I'll go down to Mamilla and visit with my friend. Okay. And the moment he reached Mamilla, the building blo was blown up. Yeah. And the man he was going to see got killed. In wow. That. So, so he mean, got lucky. He was lucky. Yeah. He was really lucky. Yeah. And was this Irgun that made this? In 1946. This? Yeah, by Irgun or who, who made this? Who made the oh, uh, yes, attack? It was, it was the uh, Haganah. It was the Haganah oh, even. Yes, yes. Not the Irgun. Not 
pardon me? Not the Irgun or Lechi. Uh, no, it was the Irgun there. The, the, the King yeah. David was yeah. Irgun. Irgun yeah. yeah, But of course, they were all the time blaming each other. You <laughs> yeah. know? It, yeah. Some would say this and some yeah. would say that. But it was, it was clear. It was, it was the biggest catastrophe. I uh. mean, um, it, it was one of the beginning. Yeah. And then, of course, they had the Semiramis Hotel blown up, yeah. and, uh, and that's what was scaring people. Uh. And what really scared the people is when the uh, Dariasin massacre took place. Yeah. And that's when people were really scared, when they started uh, going around in the... Uh, scaring people yeah. and telling them you have to go. Yeah, so but this is 48 already, of course. That was there already is, so. 48. So your father resigned, and, and did he explain? Did you hear his explana explanation why he wanted... He, he, he just said they are impossible. It's, it's impossible British. to work with the British ah. anymore because they have an agenda. Ah. I mean, he was doing his work because he felt he was serving his community right, and yeah. his people. Yeah. But then when he realized, and we were so happy he resigned when we were in Jerusalem, because Jerusalem, my aunts were living there, and uh, it was an age we were uh, in our teenage, and we yeah. would go to parties with yeah. my cousins and so on. And, uh, but, uh, and we were enjoying YMCA, they had a beautiful center, the YMCA, where we used mm. to go and uh, do gym, gym, use the gym. Uh -huh. We were part of the YWCA members as, as uh, children, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but then uh, they didn't have facilities. They had small uh, building uh, for leadership training and, and things like this. But then we used to make use of the YMCA for sports, for mm -hmm. swimming, mm -hmm. the library. They had tennis courts. It mm -hmm. was a fantastic place. Did you we did you do sport? Did you do sports? Yeah, we did. We you did played gymnastics. tennis? We did gymnastics. Oh, you played so at the time, I didn't play tennis or something. Oh. After 49, I, I played tennis. Oh, then you started. Oh, yes, yes. I always, I loved sports. And I used oh. to, when I came back from the university, I used to train uh, uh, the girls at Birzit. Birzit was, uh, was founded by my family. Oh. By my aunt, one of really? my aunts. And uh -huh. my father was always supportive. He was uh -huh. always interested. This is the university now? No, it is the university. Uh. It developed into university. Yeah. Right. And where is that situated? Where it's is that? It's north of Ramallah. North of Ramallah. Ramallah. Uh, and yes. it's quite famous, isn't it? Oh, yes. It was the first Palestinian university. Uh on Palestinian ah. soil. I mean. And it's founded by your uncle? By my aunt. Your aunt, sorry. Yes. Mm -hmm. My father was one son amongst mm. eight uh, women. Oh. And so, but each one of these women was, uh, <laughs> was a character, really. <laughs> this oldest aunt, she started the school. Yeah. Because she felt, it, she started it as a girl's school because she felt in the, in the, in the villages around Birzeit, the uh -huh. girls were not having an opportunity to study. Ah. So they were, uh, they were giving them, uh, she, she wanted to give them an, uh, an opportunity to, right. uh, to study. Uh -huh. and, uh, but then the, the boys in the community, the parents told her, why only the girls? I mean, uh -huh. we want our boys to. Uh -huh. So it so was it always, was from mixed. the beginning, it was. Yeah. But I was thinking about your mother. By the way, what are the, are the names of your parents? Musa, my f uh, my father, yeah. and Linda, my mother. Linda. Linda. Wow. L-I-N-D-A. Oh, okay. She and was from Jaffa, uh -huh. and that's 
how my father met her when yeah, he was yeah. working in Jaffa. Uh -huh. And we were all three of us. I have a an older sister and a younger brother. So you're three we kids. We were all born in yeah. Jaffa. But your mother, didn't she... What was her reaction when your father quit his job? Was was she for that or against it or worried no, no, about? Was, she was very happy. She, she was, was very happy. happy, of course. Why? Everybody. Why? We were all happy because we we could see. I mean, uh, before I mean before forty eight already, uh, uh, Jerusalem was put under zones A, B, C. And, ah. We could feel, I mean, there was something going on, uh, and then the British was turning a blind eye to it. Yeah. And did you feel it too? How old were you, let's say, yeah, 46? 40, you were born 33, so... Yeah, I was, I was old enough to realize what was happening. Uh, you were. And then uh, there were commissions coming and going, and we were uh, hearing about uh, them and what to do and so on. So it was... So your mother was happy that your father oh yes, quit his oh job? Yes, oh yeah. yes. She was. Huh. We were all very supportive. And yeah. I mean, the, my aunts, although they were all social workers, two of them were social workers and uh -huh. were working with me. Yes. But... Um, so you obviously come from uh, what you might call... Shukran. From a wealthy family, right? Not wealthy in, 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 no? in money, but no? wealthy in, uh, in intellect and uh -huh. in. Uh, but if you if you found a university, you have to have money. No, no, no. We, no? no we didn't have money at all. No, I no. Mean, all our resources were put in uh, my father's uh, salary. He always ah. uh, put it in the school to help yeah. uh, my aunt uh -huh. continue and. Uh, no, we were... Uh, I see. And uh, tell, tell me a little bit about your life as a teenager in Jerusalem. It sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, had, we, had, we had a nice neighborhood in Jerusalem, uh -huh. actually. In, in Safad, I remember very much as much. We had lots of fun because this is where we learned how to swim, really. Uh -huh. Why my, we would go to Lake Tiberias and spend the day there. And... Uh -huh. uh, and it, and the area is so beautiful it there. Is. I mean, we'd go and my father would take us to areas yeah. and, and visit and we did the boat rowing uh -huh. and uh, okay. all sorts of things. Yeah, and, yeah. And of course, uh, when we were older and we would go to Jaffa, we would also go swimming with my cousins uh. and so on. But, uh, but we had a nice uh, childhood, yeah, and yeah. in school, we were yeah. in boarding school, we had students from all over Palestine. I see. Haifa, Jaffa, oh. Nablus, oh. uh, Jenin, we had uh, Tolkarim from uh, what, Nazareth, uh, oh. and so it was lovely, and, and it, it, we felt like a family oh. in this boarding school. But tell me, when you're a teenager, uh, and and your partying, how does that work? I uh, I graduated in uh, in. Uh, yes, I'm listening. Uh, oh, thank you. No, I'm no. not having it. Sorry. Thank you. Mm, you graduated. I am. Uh, I graduated from high school. Actually, '48. I was still in school when uh, when the. Um, and I saw... When the Nakba happened. When the Nakba took place. So how did you know about that? Who told you what happened? Well... What I did mean, you hear? How did you know? 
My father, we, we came to, we left Jerusalem in, at the beginning of the school year to come to school, so we were boarding. My sister had already graduated in 47, and she was already in Lebanon, uh -huh. in Beirut, the mm -hmm. Beirut College for Women. So, all of a sudden, people were hearing that uh, things were not right, and people, my aunts from Jerusalem came rushing to Jerusalem, to, mm. to Birzeit. Mm -hmm. It was a haven for many people who couldn't uh, stay in Jerusalem. Oh, These cousins now will tell you how they had to flee and come mm -hmm. to, to Birzeit. Mm -hmm. And, and, oh, sorry. And uh, then I, I was, we were sitting there in, in Birzeit when we saw the Ramli and Lidda people mm. walking. They've mm. been walking for two or three days you until saw them. they reached Birzeit. You saw that? Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I'll never forget that scene. I'll never forget that. It was so sad, so sad. They were so tired. Some, some were telling us that they lost their, their son. They left their son. Uh -huh. Some were delirious. She didn't know what was happening, really? and my aunt ordered us immediately to get everything out of the storeroom, you know, and yeah. prepare things for them. We, we boiled eggs, potatoes, sliced uh, tomatoes, cucumbers, mm. whatever mm. was available to mm. give them. Mm. And then one of the buildings, many students had already gone from, uh, had left because they were from the boarding section. We had a building that we made it available for some of these uh, refugees uh, to, to use. How many ordered? Could oh, you uh, I estimate? I right. can't remember. There were many, many, many. And that's when my father took upon himself. He said, this is not an ordinary exodus, you know. Uh -huh. We have to make uh, a census to see where these people came from. Ah, okay. And we had the army of um, Abdel Qadir Husseini. He was stationed in Birzeit mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. So we asked them to... to. But why a census? What's the use? Just to know how many came and how ah. many left and from ah. where they left. And ah. he actually gave these to the Red Cross when yeah. they came. Okay, so it's valuable. And the Red Cross, it was the first document of, wow. uh, of these refugees. Mm -hmm. And the Red Cross eventually gave them to the uh, to UNRWA, where ah, the UNRWA, UNRWA was yeah. established. Okay. And actually they, they gave my father, a, 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 what do you call it? A, a, a medal, medal yeah, for, okay. for Taking such yeah, an initiative. Yeah, yeah. So all of us, the young people. Yeah. We, uh, Is there any particular uh, story or person or picture that you, so, I mean, of these refugees? Is it anything in particular that you still remember? You know, a word, a look, yeah, yeah, a I situation. Remember, I remember a woman mm. who said they left everything behind. Yes. She said, Humans cannot be replaced, but furniture can be replaced. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> she said that. I yeah, still remember, you remember it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's and true. so she was very grateful that she came out yeah. safely, yeah. despite the fact that they left everything behind. Right. Yeah. And what happened to school? Was it, uh, Did it continue or did it stop or what? It, it stopped until uh, the... 
they graduated the class that was supposed to graduate uh-huh. in 48 in April. Uh-huh. Abdel Qadir was supposed to give the graduation uh-huh. uh, diplomas, uh-huh. and he was killed shortly before graduation. Uh-huh. So he never did. But they graduated with a very simple uh, yeah. performance, uh-huh. you know, in the hall, in the school hall, yeah. not on the stage as no. usual when we'd have singing and all that. And, and uh, what did you do? I was, I was, uh, I was part of the choir who sang. Uh, yeah, but what did you do in the, the, no, the I, class? No, I, I stayed there in Brazil because yeah. it was our second home. I mean, yes, but was it was the teaching going on? Was the classes going and on? Not until the October. Ah. I mean, from Feb- April yeah, we October, stopped. Yeah. And then in October, when things settled yeah. down, whoever stayed right. around in our yeah. class. I mean, I remember only. Another girl stayed. Ah. Uh, we were two girls. We used to stayed. be around 10, uh, 15 yeah. girls. They were so all what did you do in the, in the meantime between April and October? What did you we do? We were uh, staying in Brzezit. We were Doing hosting, what? We were hosting uh, all the um, cousins who came from... Uh, we had three aunts ah. fr- who left Jerusalem. Right. And they came and stayed with us. Yeah. And we were all busy doing things uh, like we were grinding coffee. Oh, taking care of them. Uh, we were taking care of, oh, yeah. uh, of our daily life. Oh, yeah. And we were cleaning and, oh. and doing things like this. Surviving. And w- what were you thinking in we this situation? We were thinking because everybody came, everybody yeah. who came from Jerusalem. Yeah. We're under the impression that it's going to be just a couple of weeks ah. until things settle down. And then we will all go back. You thought so too? Uh, I mean, this was what was going on. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, in October, we realized this is not a picnic. I had an uncle <laughs> who used to work at the YMCA, yeah. and he's, he used to call it uh, the picnic, you know, we, when we came to uh, the picnic. Uh, in Berzit, there was a... Shatha. Uh, picnic. Picnic. But your mother and father, did they join you? They were, they were there already. They yes. were there already. Yes. And what happened to your home in Jerusalem? We just left it. We you left, left it. it? Yeah, yeah. We left it. We never came back to it. Yeah, yeah. My father was already, been, because he resigned, he was already teaching. He was teaching physics. He was a ah, physics major. So he was there already. He was already there. So this is what I tell you. I didn't go through the... Uh, the no? scare of, no. of leaving. But we, your mother and, uh, and, my mother and was your with brother him. did? No, no, my mother was with him also in Berzeg. Ah. We were all there. So you had already left we anyway? We had already left because ah. we was already helping, uh, teaching. In, in so the, this is the second time your father was lucky? Uh, yes, yes. You, could, you might yes. say lucky. Uh, yes. Yeah. yes, definitely, definitely. Ah. Although we were, I mean, we, we had a very nice neighborhood. Yes, I understand uh, this, of course. I mean, I mean, I don't mean lucky, but uh, yeah, yeah, you understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and, and... And I had an aunt who came from Jaffa. She was a social yeah, worker. Yeah. She came from Jaffa. And who, who, took care, who took your house? After 67, my mother and I went and tried to go into uh-huh. the house, and it was easy because apparently it was a child care center, so uh-huh. people were coming in and uh-huh. out. So we just zoomed through. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, sorry. It's okay. And on the way out, you know, she told the lady who was uh-huh. the reception, who she you said were? this was her bedroom. Uh-huh. She pointed, just to, make a, yeah. just to make a point. And what was the reply? 
She, I, didn't, I don't think she had enough time to absorb Man. what had happened. <laughs> that was zoomed in about. Because many people who tried to go into their homes, yeah. uh, they, they were not allowed. Nah, nah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was painful. It was painful, but at the same time, I felt I felt I had a chance to see it again. Mm. Although I, I mean, it was not easy to no. see it under such circumstances. No. I kept hoping, you know, we'd go back. And had you been back several times, more no, times? No, no, that was the no. only. And why '67? What happened '67 that made this possible? '67, when the war broke yes. out and the borders were torn, and all the uh, everybody could move into West Jerusalem. Uh -huh. And I don't think the the, the uh, I don't think Israel was very anxious. Uh, uh, to see people going to their homes again or something. Like <laughs> Why should <Yeah>. they? <laughs> I mean, I had I had an aunt. She she went and she said, "Can I come in?" Yeah. And she told her, "No, you can't." No. Many people. My my father-in-law, who I didn't know before '48, of course, because I met my husband afterwards ah, in okay. 1960. They were living. Not very far from us, but oh. they had not met before. Oh. When he went, he was very welcomed. Okay. And the people invited them. And yeah. They were all Eastern. Uh, European. From Eastern. Yeah, uh, Poland or something? Uh, no, no. I think they were uh, uh, from the Arab countries. Oh, Eastern like that Yemen way. Aha, uh -huh. okay. They invited them in and they chatted with yeah. them and so on. And actually, my sister-in-law and I went and visited that house. And one oh, time, yeah. we took all the children to see oh. where their grandfather's house. Oh. His initials are still there, AK, <laughs> on the house. It really? was their home. Really? I mean, he built it. Oh. It's not like we were in a rented apartment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We had rented it. Oh. But, uh, he built it, yeah. But, I but people are different, right? Some can uh, respect a visit like this, and some don't. Ah. Uh, right? Uh, of course. Of so course. it's it's different. I don't know whether you met Claudette Habash or something. Uh, yes. You met we her. did, yes. She told the other you day. probably how they cut the, the, the tree uh, with her husband's... Uh, I think so, yeah. That uh, sounds familiar. I mean, when they took the, the cortege of the... Her husband died and they passed in front of the house. Yeah. And they put a, they put a black... Uh, ribbon on the tree which was planted the year he was born ah, ah. and then when he they went uh, a few days later yeah, on, it was, it was <laughs> the was tree was the tree was cut. they don't want us to remember <laughs> even. do you do you remember your story your history pardon me do you remember your your roots ah, of maybe course. a silly question but yeah yeah of yeah. course i remember it's important life. for you yes yes of course and i i uh, I wrote my memoirs in Arabic for my children. Yeah, I yeah, wrote yeah. them when I was eight years old. I didn't think I was going to last that long. <laughs> what? You, re you, you wrote your memoirs when you were how old? Eighty. Eighty. I thought you said eight. <laughs> that, that's a bit early. Okay. Eighty. No. <laughs> ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Eighty. I okay. I just uh, yeah. I didn't print them. I put them in a little booklet for yeah. my children yeah. and my grandchildren. Yeah. It's so important. It's the, impo of so course. They, no. So this was 67 going back. But what happens if we just go back to 
still 48 you're in in the boarding school uh, some aunts and uh, kids are coming and you take care of them a little bit and so on so and in october school starts again started yes and i was there i, I had two more years to go yeah. before i, I okay. graduated in 1950 so you're taken care of but what happens to your mother and where she does stayed. where she does st- she live she stayed in school and she was helping in the school ah. because all the family was involved in this school. Yeah. i mean and they were they were living Oh, on campus, on, had, the, yes, on the yeah, they had the building. Okay. You see, the, the the school actually started in the house of my uh, grandfather. Yeah, right. Because he was an Anglican pastor, mm. he was being moved from one place to another. Ah. So, the house was only used during the summer holidays. Ah. So when my aunt and her teacher, her teacher came and said, uh, "Why don't we start a school?" You know, and, ah. and, and uh, together and so on. And mm. my aunt told her uh, uh, she wanted to to go to Lebanon to start ah. the school. Ah. And my aunt told her, why go Lebanon? I mean, ah. we need a school here. Right. So we can use my father's. She got permit from her father and she told him, can we use this, uh, the building as yeah, a school? Right. And that's what they did. Ah. They used the house. It was a summer house and a big house, ah. actually. Mm. And then, of course, my father started adding a room here and a room there as ah. the school expanded. Yeah, right. And we rented some uh, flats uh, outside the school. Uh, and then when it, in 1951 or 52, my father started to realize that there are enough schools in the country uh-huh. that we need, uh, we need higher education. Right. And he was hoping he would do a junior college to fill in the gap for students before they go to universities, ah. because everybody was going to AUB right. and uh, UC. And, uh, I see. And that's when he started developing it at a junior college. Oh. And, but then, of course, after 67, yeah. the need was not only for a junior college, the need was to, to continue developing it further into a university because students right we'll take a little break yeah i studied in the united states ah okay when i came back uh, i studied business administration yeah and so when i came back i was involved uh, the the first year was already established so i i was involved in in gradually Cutting down the the younger. Uh, ah. So the last class was actually in '67. The last high school class ah. was finishing ah. in '67. Ah. Tell me, you know, some people, some people talk about the Nakba as a fixed year, 1948. That's it. it. Right. Some people right. talk about the Nakba as an ongoing thing. It's very what, true. What's your opinion yeah, about it? It is an ongoing. Ongoing. Right? It is ongoing because we haven't, they have not stopped uh, dispossessing us. No, but even though, as this is my assumption of you, I may be wrong, but even though that you lived quite a uh, uh, good life, yeah, yeah, economically, socially, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, in, in every way. Yes. Yeah. H- have you yourself felt the n- ongoing Nakba in your life? And if, if so, uh, how? 
in the emotions. Okay, tell me about your emotions. In the emotions. When yes, I, please. When I get up in the morning and yeah. read about a uh, sad story, I mean, oh. and... Uh, like Shireen. The, uh, Shireen, uh, I mean. Yeah. And there are many Shireens, yes. but they are not as significant because they're not known. Everyone is significant. This is, though. I mean, yeah. and, uh, and this event itself proved that nobody, nobody is uh, secure or nobody is safe, oh. I mean. But how does but that affect you and your feelings? Could, course, you, could you express course, that? I mean, any human, but if you are human, I mean, you cannot but uh, relate to these uh, stories. And, right. uh, and that's how I maintain my, uh, my blog, I mean. Mm. Uh, I write whenever I feel something uh, mm. happening, which mm. is wrong. Mm. And every story, I mean, I used to say, you get up with your right foot, you don't know if the left foot is going to follow you. It's so unpredictable. <laughs> I mean, I've gone through the times when my grandchildren were studying in Ramallah ah. and to a different school. Mm. And the worry, you can't imagine the worry that we went through, ah. being sure that the taxi delivers them safely. Yes. I've been on the phone for maybe half an hour with him. Where did you reach? Did you cross? And when ah. they come back, they cross. Every time this young girl has problems with the checkpoint ah. and we have to go down and salvage her. I mean, it's so it's stressful. Very stressful, yeah. very stressful. Yeah, of course. And so it is, uh, I'll, I'll give you a copy of my book now and you Thank can you. understand what- In Arabic? No, 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 in, in English. English. Okay, it's then English. I can read it. I mean, my reflections are also in English yeah. because I'm writing, sometimes people tell me, why do you write in Arabic? I say, because we know what yeah. we are going through. Yeah. I want people to know. Yeah, but would you say that, uh, did any of your kids or grandchildren have serious problems with the mili Israeli military ever? Well, my son was uh, spent six months in jail for making music. For making music? music. What for, what for was wrong with the music? Glorifying the Intifada. And, the, and that ended up that and he ended up six months in jail. Yeah, for a, for a cassette. I mean. And he still makes music. <laughs> He's the head of the national, Edward Said National Conservatory of uh, Music. And so, so that's one example, of uh, course. Uh, do you have the? Do you have the? My daughter could not. Uh, both my my daughter and my son married people from outside Jerusalem. Yes. And so my daughter's been married since '84. Yes. And only two years. This last year only, she. He is allowed to, he has a permit. He doesn't have family reunification, but he has a permit to come and stay with her. Now, hold so, on, hold on. Uh, your daughter is marrying a guy who, who doesn't live in Jerusalem. He lives where? He lives in Berzee. Okay, and what's the problem here? They cannot live together in Jerusalem. Why? Because he is not... He does not carry if, uh, a, a Jerusalem ID. Ah. Now you have to carry a, a Jerusalem ID to ah. be able to live in Jerusalem, ah. or an Israeli yeah. ID. Or so, so they lived in Berzit. That was that was their only way to. She was living here, and she, she was, was living here. And ah. her, she lives downstairs. She's ah. the mother of uh, this young boy. Yeah. And the kids are and living the, in the in Jerusalem. We're living here and living the weekends in Berzit. I mean, and it, for how many it's, years? It's how, for how from many? eighty-four till uh, two years ago. Two years. Oh yeah. 
Um, of course, children graduated, and one yeah. is in the States. Yeah, yeah. And one yeah. is in Dubai, and this is the only one. Oh. Now, my, my son has the same problem with his wife. She's oh. from Bethlehem. Uh-huh. And she, she, she still does not have it. She used to have a permit to stay. Uh-huh. But now it's in, in courts. and it's uh-huh. I mean, these, these stories, every family has a story. Of course. Of this yeah. every but you said before we started that you're uh, still uh, hopeful. Yeah. How come? Because when something is wrong, it cannot stay wrong forever. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the injustice is so glaring mm. that eventually, I mean, we hope. Mm. We keep hoping. You know. mm. We have one of our Arab poets, uh, very well known, Al Mutanabbi. He used to say, "Life is impossible without a, a thread a hope. of hope." Ah, yeah. Ah, it's true. It's true. true. So, yeah. this is so true. And you seem to have more than a thread, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> But how was your son treated, and what prison was this, and how was he treated? Oh. First he was treated. Uh, first he was in in in, um, in Ramle. Ramle, that's first a well well Damascus, known. Of course, they first take them to Damascus in in Jerusalem to ah. the Russian compound. There. Ah. And when I went to visit him the next day, well, we, he didn't show up. I mean, he went. He took. Uh, uh, he made me write a check for him to pay for the cassettes because uh-huh. they didn't have any production uh, companies here in Palestine, uh, in Palestine. This is before the prison now, you're talking about... Before, uh, he w- it before was during he got- the first intifada. Yes, okay. He made you pay for the cassette, oh, the production, the, yeah. the, the copying. No, the, yeah. For all the cassettes. Yeah, he yeah. And he how, ma- my, how many? And he took my car, because it was uh, a, sol- a more solid car than yeah, his. Yeah. And he said, uh, I'll be back, you know, for oh. lunch or something. <laughs> okay. I'll, Well, uh, he didn't come back right. for lunch, and he had an appointment at four. And my husband kept saying, "He gives appointments, and he doesn't show up." I said, "We don't know why nah. he's not here." Nah. So and we did, waited and waited. Yeah. And, and did he have the cassettes in his in the car? In the car. So the they military, uh, the, they took they it, took of course. They took the car. They took <laughs> the cassettes. You didn't and get. They, and they took him. They didn't return the car. <laughs> they no? didn't return the car. Ah. They didn't return the cassettes. Uh-huh. Ironic, though, the cassettes were already playing in town. Uh-huh. I don't know what happened. They must, uh-huh. have, they must have sold them. I uh-huh. don't know what they did. So um, uh, how, how was he treated? Did he tell you the situation? Uh, just like all prisoners. I what mean, does that was, mean? Uh, it was a hell of a time, but I mean... A hell of a time. But you know what... Did you the, get any details I, or, or did he spare... I used to go and visit it, him. Oh, you did? Yes, we okay. were allowed. He's, okay. I was, he was introducing me to a young man the other day. He said, do you remember him? <laughs> he was with me in jail. I said, these days were a honeymoon for jails uh, because things have changed completely. People are not allowed to visit. Parents are not allowed to visit. Uh, and things have even become worse now. Uh, But so, so, it, so it was kind of a picnic. It, it was <laughs> comparing to yeah, now. Yeah. Yes. But still, I, in Ramle, I couldn't uh, see him or touch him. I mean, it was behind the uh, wire or something. It wasn't glass? Then, you, you couldn't <coughs> see him through the glass? <coughs> Not even glass. It was uh, like a chicken wire. Oh, and you had to talk on the phone with no. him? No. So how could, did you communicate? We could talk. We oh, could talk through, through the wire. Okay. No. 
But when he moved afterwards, they moved him to Atlit. Mm. Atlit was uh, an open uh, prison. Yeah, yeah. So we could go in and sit like we are sitting uh, here uh, together in front of each other. Uh, so it was, uh, this was only the Jerusalem uh, prisoners right. were allowed to go to Atlit. And was he changed by this experience, would you say? No, I think he was... Uh, he was uh, more enthusiastic about music uh, <laughs> and committed more. <laughs> and you as a mother, were you proud of what he did? Of course I was proud of him. I mean, of, I'm, I've always encouraged him to... to yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he was so talented. My sister is a musician, and she told me he is so talented. So I had... I never give him a choice to be lenient about... He was studying... Uh, uh. Uh, clarinet, oh, yeah. and I say you need to practice. And he'd say, <laughs> okay, okay, and, and, and I insisted. Yeah. I said, no TV before you practice. And he said, are you blackmailing me? I said, call it whatever <laughs> it is. You have to practice. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, because he really was oh. so talented. Could I hear the song? Do you have it here? <laughs> I don't have any of his cassettes now. Uh, on on the on your iPhone perhaps, <coughs> on on Spotify, or is it illegal to play it? No 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 no, no. the the cassette I, I don't I don't have in, have it. Uh, no. And you don't have it uh, like I a, think I think an MP3 or something. The lawyer I think <laughs> the lawyer was able to get it and he gave it to my husband. Uh, and after my husband passed away, uh, we found it in his safe. Uh, Ah, yeah, in the safe. <laughs> so I gave it to my son. Uh, uh. <laughs> it, all, it was all glorifying. It was, it was not his music. It was mu folk music, uh. but it had words. That he wrote? That not, no, no. Nee? What he did he do? He, he was the producer uh. of the cassette. Just uh, yeah. he, so he didn't write the music, he didn't write no, the lyrics? No, no, it was folk lyrics. songs, and they had put oh, words yeah. to it, this group of young people. Yeah, yeah, glorifying... Uh, glorifying the Intifada. The Intifada, yeah. oh, yeah. And the district uh, attorney, or the, what, what do you call it? The, uh, attorney or the, the attorney judge? Attorney general, know, yeah. yes, yeah. In, the, in the court while he was being... Uh, before they gave the sentence, he used to, he keep opening this section the voice of the intifada is higher than the occupation. <laughs> okay. The voice of the, and he would repeat this for him. So okay. as if to intimidate the judge to make a very strong, strong uh, uh, sentence, case against yeah. him. Mm, and so I told him when he, when they gave him, when he stopped the cassette, I said, I hope you will enjoy it. I told him, I said, thank you very much. The judge, the, the, the district, uh, uh, the attorney. attorney. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> he said, "Thank you very uh. much." <laughs> maybe under different circumstances, we would have been able to communicate. But yeah, I mean, maybe in, in Safad we had very good neighbors who uh, were Jewish. Uh, like we were, we we were good friends and neighbors. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just like neighbors. These, these cakes we do for Easter, you know. Uh, Every time my mother had Easter cookies, she'd uh, send them to Hannah, and she, during any festivities, uh, she would send something uh, to my mother. And it was, it was, I mean, normal. Yeah. It was normal. Yeah, it was normal. And I always say the Israelis, 
lost their chance because we were the last generation who knew a Jew as a Jew, as a human being, as a neighbor. Um, this new generation don't know them nay. except as soldiers and occupiers. Yeah. So it's not going to be easy. Right. It's not going to be easy. Interesting. Unless there is a real just solution. And we're not calling for absolute justice. We're calling for relative justice. Mm. And a relative justice, we accepted even to partition Palestine. Mm. But they don't want, they don't want to see us in Palestine. They want Palestine completely for themselves. Mm. A good Palestinian, as they say, is a dead Palestinian. This is the... Mm. But we keep hoping. <laughs> <laughs> you still can laugh about it. That's good, yeah, I think. Yeah. What uh, else can you do? Yes, one of my friends says, huh? I don't know how you can manage to keep smiling. No, nah, but say, you do. Yeah. You do. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I'm, I'm happy, if you're happy. Yeah. So yes. then I'd like to thank you for your story. It's been very interesting. Uh, and I think it's very valuable that these, uh, like you, your story and others are uh, documented and, and heard. So thank you very much. Shukran. You're welcome. <laughs>